just a menace, ju- just a menace. Menace is sobriety. Just a menace, ju- just a menace. Just a menace, menace is sobriety. Just a menace, ju- just a menace. Menace is sobriety. Welcome to my new podcast, Menace to Sobriety. It's Daniel O'Reilly here, aka Dapper Laughs. I've got to do a big shout out to Majestic for the tune. Um, just messaged him and he made it like within an hour. You're an absolute genius. Thank you. That's our intro tune. It's going to become well known worldwide, as this podcast will. Uh, just going to do a little intro. I've got to read this because this is the only sensible bit that I've written about this podcast. I just want to read it to you uh, and so the listeners can know why I'm here, what we're doing. Um, I was recently diagnosed with ADHD and I recently restarted my sobriety. Um, I'd done six months uh, last year, thought I could go back and uh, everything went a bit worse. And I'm 36 days uh, back in now. Um, I'm in tune with my mental health, my well-being. Led me to create a social media platform uh, called Men and Their Emotions. There's about 25,000 men in there now that are all talking about their feelings, their thoughts. They're posting uh, about their life issues. And a massive, huge part of it is people struggling with drug abuse, addiction um, and alcoholism like I was. And that's how this podcast was born. So I'm getting guests on here um, that are dealing with that stuff or uh, can inspire people that are dealing with that stuff. Uh, people that inspire me. And um, yeah, that leads me on to welcome my first guest, friend of a long time. Uh, and you'll probably recognise him from the old show, or the still new show, Towie, but it's Kirk Norcross. Hello, my brother. How you doing, brother? All right, mate? Yeah, um, it's not cold in here. I'm just nervous. <laughs> I know. I could t- I'm nervous. It's my first, it's my first, you know first one. Because I'm ready to bear it all. Yeah, you good, know, man. Um, I've been asked to do a lot of platforms like mm-hmm. yours. But this, because uh, I think you've got the same... We've gone through yeah. the same issues, the same yeah. sort of time frame of our life. Yeah. And the, the audience that you attract, I generally believe that I could help people. Yeah. And yeah. No, I mean, that, look, listen, that's that in a nutshell, that's why I'm doing so much about, I mean, like we said before we started the podcast, so many people do talk about mental health, addiction and all that for the wrong reasons, for their own benefit. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a geezer. You're a bit of a geezer from back in the day. We were both playboys and yeah. all of that crazy <laughs> stuff. And um, I think that, you know, our audience is, is similar and yeah, we've both got a message. But before we start getting into all that, let's let the listeners or viewers know why why you're here. First off, you're here because we were pals, man. Like you were, yeah. f- first of all, first, I say you we were pals because we drifted apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. But um, you were like the first celebrity that ever got in touch with me when I first, when I was big on Vine. Remember, yeah, I was growing yeah. up on Vine and yeah. then I got my Instagram account and I got my Twitter account. And when I got my blue tick and stuff like that, I was just coming into the this celebrity world and get that. And then I had a message from you saying, love your stuff. Mm. And I was blown away and you had a million followers on fucking Instagram and t- Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter and all of that. And you invited me down. And yeah. this was, this was, I think you'd just finished doing Towie then. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I come in and out a little bit, I think, but I think that was my final time um yeah yeah and i remember messaging you because i was a big fan of you know it was real your stuff it still is now yeah. you know and it's yeah, I, was, I watched so much stuff on instagram even back in the day and it was so fabricated yeah. you know and then uh yeah i, I just dropped you a message just just for some appreciation yeah. and then <coughs> when how you probably felt when i messaged you when you replied i'm like oh really vines just messaged <laughs> me i was bringing up all my mates from building sites and stuff but you know that that malign, yeah wicked he's fucking replying but, to a message yeah the mad the mad the mad thing is i come down i was so excited and this is another reason why kirk's here because we were both um and it's hard for me to say this uh, even now uh, probably at the peak of our addictions back then yeah. i mean i mean i'm not the peak of my addiction i don't I, maybe not the peak of our addictions but we were well in we were in we, we were, were in, in the, yeah. yeah i we mean were we were both I think no we were probably in it without knowing it yeah. was a problem you know yeah cuz i mean uh, no this is the way i see it i'm writing a, i'm writing a um a script at the moment for a film that i want to do that's it's basically the party is when the party ends because yeah. you, when you're in the midst of the party it's like you know it's good times I'm, I thought yeah. oh, right, I'm, finally I'm going to fucking Essex I've never been to Essex yeah. I'm coming up to your club you're going to show me around we're going to get smashed I'm going to sniff a load of packet with you and f- this was before I had the missus we're going to fucking get through I, some birds I think we did I think we did I'm not going <laughs> I think yeah. I, I, we're, like, we're saying everything yeah I mean we? yeah I but, think we ended up in an hotel room with uh, some yeah. girls and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I even watched and witnessed how you do your sketches and yeah. so clever I, I actually remember we, we were proper box right we were yeah. up, we're in a hotel room and you were like right this is how I film something yeah, and, and, you, and you filmed saying looking out the toilet door yeah. and you said I don't know the end of it yet yeah. saying to come up later and yeah, then yeah. I'll put them two together and then uh, yeah we was off our nut but man, yeah all I, all I remember of that night is wanting to leave 
the initial night out was meant to be the nightclub. Yeah. And the, my always my addiction was, I need to leave. Yeah. I need to leave somewhere where I can just do packet constantly. Mate, oh, it's so funny that you say that because <laughs> I'm, um, uh, you know, I'm... <sighs> I find it weird now because I used to always have anxiety when I was going out. Mm. I, I suffered really bad with anxiety a lot. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be, it seems to have sort of left me now since I've stopped drinking and doing drugs or whatever. But I, I think now the anxiety was, um, I know I'm going to get on it at some I think, point. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think there is, I, like, I suffer from anxiety even before drugs. Yeah. You know? I, I honestly think you're, you're born an addict. Like, you either are or you aren't. It's not something that grows on you, is it, you know? Mm. I always... I've uh, always done drugs to an extent, yeah. but they never controlled my life until major things happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I, th I think you're right. I think that I've, I think that we all have that um, either ad addictive traits. Some of yeah. my friends are still doing drugs now. They're still... And look, what I say is, I'm, I'm not one of these preachers. I'm not going to go out there and say, look, don't do drugs, blah, blah, Because if you can, if you occasionally do it and, you know, you're not kicking off at your missus, it's not affecting your work, it's not fucking up your life, then, look, more power to you, whatever, right? I'm not, I'm not going to well, I'm going to tell you, I get jealous of them people, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'll get yeah. right jealous. I've got a friend of mine, oh, I had a proper go last week, and then he's still got some in the drawer, right? And, and I, like, I yeah, like how, him to an extent. How can like, you have cocaine left? Honestly, like, um, it was like, I don't know. <laughs> what are you I, laughing at? You ain't got some over there, have you? Fucking. <laughs> I don't want to condone drugs in any way, mm. but if I could go out, have yeah. a couple of bumps, couple yeah. of beers, yeah. have a good night, yeah. call it that and go home. Yeah. I'd probably still carry carry on like socially. Yeah, yeah. All being social, do you know what I yeah. mean? But but I couldn't stop that. Mm. Like I could not stop. And it was it just took over and over mm. and over. And it was everything I do, I do like an addict. Yeah. You know, if I go get a pack of biscuits out of the cupboard, it's a competition, I'm finishing them fuckers, you know. Yeah. If I'm watching a programme, I'm going to watch a whole series in a day. Yeah. And um, But it was never a problem, Dan, for me until... Well, it's always been a problem when I was using, but I could stop, mm. you know. So if I was going clubbing... So I remember, first of all, when I, when I used to start doing it was... I'd call on some, say I was going to a club, I'd make sure someone was going to bring some to the club. Yeah. You know, so I'd get ready, go out, use some at the club. Yeah. And then I'd probably finish when the party finished yeah. or the after party yeah. and then oh, you know what I can't bother to wait till the nightclub I'll phone up some to get dropped off from my house so I can do something the minute I get in the club yeah. I have a little bump while I'm getting ready and then <laughs> I've mad. ordered it in the afternoon on the Friday Yeah, that's going to be for Friday night Six o'clock, I'm calling on more. I'm fucked. I've been ironing yeah. the same shirt for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like, keep cancelling taxis. Man, you're like the you finest know? dress sniffer in the oh, place. You know, right and I would never, then I wouldn't go out. Yeah. You know, I've done so much and I'm weird and I'm not sure if you're the same. So, with my ADHD, I am 100 miles an hour. Yeah, me you too. Know, I'm yeah. so hyped. And when I do drugs, buckle up. I can't talk. Yeah. yeah, I think when it comes to ADHD, I've recently been diagnosed. And um, welcome to the yeah, family. Yeah. yeah, I can feel. Are you nervous? Just yeah, I am. I, I am. Is it because is, is this eyes? No, you know what? Because it, I'm talking about. Is it? Is it? I just want to ask you. Is it because? Does it trigger you a little bit? Is it? Do you feel? It doesn't trigger. Is it me hard all. talking about it out? Because I'm finding it quite difficult. Doesn't talking uh, about trigger it. me if I talk about it. Going to do it again. It upsets me of what I've done to my life because of yeah. it. Yeah. You know? So I'll get up. On that analogy, that's one thing that I'd say. I'm, like I said, I'm 36 days in. I mean, and I wasn't, I wasn't um, doing drugs every day. I wasn't drinking every day. But I was, you know, if there were uh, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, I'd be working, and then Thursday, Friday, I'd start drinking, you know, in the yeah. evenings, and then at the weekend, I'd be like, right, let's get on it. But the fallout from from getting on it and the destruction it caused with me and my relationship and, you know, being too hungover to do stuff with the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And also massive events um, that I fucked up because I was off me nut or drunk or being... Yeah. And um, now that... And I don't know if you had this, but now that the clarity has come back to me after being sober, the regret is oh, hard. Mate, that's, that's, that's the thing that hurts me more is, is the regret of job opportunities that I've messed up, um, families that I've messed up, friends that I've lost, mm. time that I've missed. I mean, I'm not lying. Like, days and weeks went into months. Like, I, 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 the, the drugs that I used to do, and like, no one knew what I used yeah. to do. And it was it was scary. So I used to, I always used to sniff like an addict when I was sniffing. 
But then I'd stop on the week. It was just a weekend thing. Even if I was going Friday to Sunday, oh, well, it's the weekend, isn't it? And I never sort of self-medicated with drugs or drink until uh, an, an ex of mine, um, my daughter's mother, I don't know what happened in the relationship. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a, a drug abuser then. I was a drug user. Just ended a relationship with no reason, you know. Uh, I don't. This is not to bad mouth her. I'm just saying yeah. how my thing, you know. Mm. We were pregnant. She was pregnant. We was engaged, and she just ended it for no reason at all. And then I started self medicating with drugs from then. Mm. So my daughter's six now. So f- yeah, six years is when the drugs become a medicine. Mm. And the reason I've done drugs is because. I don't think when I'm out my nut. Yeah. I can't shut my head up. So yeah. you know exactly yeah. what that means. And yeah. what I've done for the last six years on drugs was played Candy Crush on my phone. Oh, my God, man. I would lock myself in my bedroom. So I lived on my own. I had a yeah. three-bedroom house, but I still locked myself in my bedroom. I'd go buy 80 to 100 fags. I didn't really drink, so I'd buy a small crate of butter or something like that. And I would sniff for three, four days straight. I'd never buy big lumps because I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that bad. Do you know what I mean? So I'd buy tickets, which cost more money. And I think I was doing from from when I split up with my daughter's mum, it was it was near enough every day. Oh man. Um and then yeah, it was How did you it, it was like Groundhog Day. I'd I'd only go anywhere if there was drugs going to be there, or I would only leave the house if I had drugs on me. I can I can imagine <laughs> that there's one hundred percent men listening to what you're saying right now in that situation. And what would you say to them? You just got to admit that you are the only. Uh, what I learned with my recovery, you've got to admit that you are helpless, that you can't control it. You know, um, I fucked my life then, like proper fucked my life with drugs, but I couldn't stop it. Like, there was nothing. I mean, I would drive on drugs and sleeping tablets. Being followed by the police wouldn't stop me. I'd still have a bump if a police car was behind me driving. There was no stopping me. And, Fucking hell. And I remember, what was it? I, I left TV and I just sort of knocked all that on the head. Um, generally believe, because I think probably TV was affecting me with my drug using. I couldn't mm. use drugs as much as I wanted to, you know? Wow. Do you think... Um, now... And first, for, thanks, Kirk, man, mm. for being so open because I can tell that it's, it's difficult talking about it. Yeah. I, I, but you're inspiring me. I mean, I, I, I still have, I still think to, you know, for a long time, I thought to myself, last time I went sober for six months, well done. towards the end of this, towards the end of that sobriety, uh, I was coming up to Christmas, uh, you know, I had my stag do coming up. Scary times. Like, yeah, but yeah. I had my stag and my mates were like, look, you'll be all right, man. Look, you've proved that you, that you can, you know, you can control like your yeah. drinking and stuff. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? You're right. So I'm like, I'm coming out of a retirement for yeah. and i and i've gone on a journey with my followers so i didn't think about all the other lads out there that had gone sober with me yeah and now suddenly i was back on the beers and it it was a matter of weeks till i was back on the packet <laughs> well you you think i had what you're about to say your mates have said oh look you've done so good i had a good analogy when i started going to uh recovery we'll talk about this further on what helped me become sober i, re- I used to read this book and there was an analogy in it about um it sounds weird unless you're a drug drug user yeah. you know and it was a there's a, there's a guy, and he's, he's go, goes to the same show, uh, fish fish restaurant with his friends every week, every week. And he starts getting sick from eating fish. His mm. throat swells up, his mouth swells up, he ends up in hospital. And he's like, why is this happening? He goes back for fish with his friend at the same restaurant, all the same group of friends every week. Same thing happens. And he's like, why does this keep happening? I keep going out with my friends. Maybe it's the friends that I'm with. So mm. he don't go out with the friends, and he carries on eating fish on his own. And then he gets ill again from the fish. And he's mm. like, maybe I'll eat a different fish shop. Maybe it's that, you know. And, and obviously the analogy is it ain't the people around us, it's us. And no matter what they say to us, no, you've done it. You've mastered mm. it. It's, it's us. The problem is deep in us. And, you know, mm. I think a lot of people that use drugs, uh, addicts, the same as we used them, it's because they're lost yeah. at that time, you know. They're lost. Um, I had, I, yeah, I, I had, I, what I used to, I, I mean... I'd, I'd do all nighters, but I wasn't. I, I wasn't sitting there for like three, four days. But I think purely because maybe my lifestyle wouldn't. You know, I had. You know, I, I, I had to work. I yeah. had to get up. I had to do. You know, yeah. I had the misses there. I had the yeah. kids, and so maybe, maybe that's what, where I would have gone with it. But I think that what the ADHD, and I've, I've started to learn more about the ADHD. I didn't even know I had ADHD, but everyone around me was like. And then when I got diagnosed, she was like, "You got severe ADHD." Yeah. And like for me. If you look at everything that I'm doing, you can see. Yeah, I'll oh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely. the ADHD. I I've, think it's worked 
in your favour. Yeah, from a creative yeah. from a creativity perspective, yeah. it is. But when I found out that I had it, it made a lot of sense. But also, it it upset me a little bit because I thought everyone was like me. I thought yeah. every I thought everyone's mind worked like this. Me too. Yeah, it, it, that's that's where I was. I got diagnosed when I was ten. Uh, with ADHD um, when I left year six I think you're 10 years old aren't you to yeah. go into year seven um, the school said to my mum before he goes to secondary school you might want to take him to a GP we think there's an issue with him mm. like, it's fucking nothing wrong with me it's all them people in there telling me that's yeah. their problem <laughs> yeah. so they took me to my local GP and I got diagnosed with ADHD so there's obviously ADD and ADHD so ADD is attention deficit disorder yeah. and ADHD is attention deficit hyperactive disorder yeah. Yeah. so I had a severe case and got put on Ritalin Mm. And um, I think I'll, that's like speed in it. Well, it is to people that is doesn't need it. Yeah, I didn't like it. So apparently, people were taking one or two a day. That was like the maximum doses. I had to take um, two at eight in the morning, two at twelve in the afternoon, and one at six in the Fucking evening. Hell. And I hated it because it just bottled me up. Yeah, and same as cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Any drug that tries yeah. to stop Kirk from being Kirk, Kirk yeah, bottled me up. You know, yeah. and um, it, it was yeah. ADHD is the best and worst thing in the world. Yeah. Do, do you think? You know, yeah. For me, creatively, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, some people their ADHD affects them at night time. Uh, you know, mm. they can't sleep. Yeah, or yeah. Their minds going. Yeah. Blah, blah. For me, it's the opposite. I'm up at four o'clock every morning, mate. Yeah. Four four thirty every morning. I, I lie in bed, man. Sometimes I wake up laughing. This is no joke. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I, I wake up and I'm laughing because my fucking nuts telling me jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Right? And my missus is like, fucking hell. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I have to get out of my bed about 4, 4.30 in the morning. I go down, I start writing and yeah. working and stuff like that. And, and like, I'm like Superman until about fucking 8 o'clock. I go and you do my... shattered. Yeah, I do my boxing and everything. Yeah. Then about 8, 9 o'clock in the morning, I start calming down a little bit. And then it's like my normal day starts. Yeah. And then by 7 o'clock, once I put the kids to bed at 7 o'clock, I'll go and get in bed yeah. normally. Well, I, I'm, I'm like that. So I go to bed... It doesn't matter what time I go to bed, I'll get up between mm. five and six every morning. Yeah. No matter if I've gone to bed at eight in the evening. Yes, yeah, mad, isn't or, it? Or one o'clock in the morning. And do you think, I, I, this is what I think, and this is what my counsellor said to me as well with ADHD and my mind. And my, like, I definitely, I went counselling and my counsellor mm. said that I got like, because I, I had a very much a, and I, I, I don't know if you, I, actually, I know you're very similar to me from watching, from watching you on. Um, uh, fucking what's that program that you went on? Cut, uh, done. Uh, yeah. Nah. X on the beat. Where you smashed your hands up and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, I can't remember much of that yeah. at all. You was drunk, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't drink, and they. I told them not to let me drink. Yeah. And they. You they, broke both your hands smashing the walls up and that. And proper hard now at the time. I was proper. <laughs> now, do you know what I mean, yeah. like any wall that wants to start saying like. But listen, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, 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 the horrific thing is that's good TV, but to you, yeah. that, that to you that was that, that that they're clear signs that shit's going wrong. I man. had a I had a midlife crisis on that show. Yeah. Like, bad, bad. That was the longest I've been without drugs for years, you know, to the point they actually thought I was on drugs and they sent a therapist to my house after and they wanted to drug test me and everything. Yeah, um, yeah I was rock And do you know, do you know, do you know what, what I was going to say is, why the reason why I think that happened to you is because it's very similar to, to what I've been going through and I've, I, I, I can't say too much about certain things just because it's not fair on Shelley, do you know what I mean, our personal life. Yeah. But I was yeah. I, recently I fucked up a lot of stuff in our personal life, um, you know, not cheating or anything like that, but like just where being on a come down or hung over, yeah, I've yeah. been an arsehole, do you know what oh, I mean? It's rude, like it's the rude. most vilest tongue ever. Yeah, like it's a everyone's wank, like, oh, yeah, if own. I heard anyone else speaking to her like that, I'd chin them, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, and what my therapist was saying to me is that I've very much got like abandonment issues and insecurities and stuff like that. And with the ADHD, when we drink and we take, look, take the cocaine and stuff, mm. it calms that fucking noise stops down it. in your head. Stops it stops it. it. And it's, yeah. like, it's like suddenly like, all you've got to think about is being off your nut. All you've got to think about is being fucked. Like one thing, Get drugs, get yeah. fags, get boots. Yeah. And Before it's, right, you've got to do this car insurance, you've got to go get yeah, this job, yeah, you've got to yeah, go. Yeah, like, yeah. you've done a real. Yeah, yeah. All your voice. Talking, yeah. It. yeah. It's not like, it's, not like, like it's, it's you telling yourself yeah. everything, yeah. And, and with the drugs, it's like, yeah and that's what I'm saying so for us it's ADHD, but for anyone else out there, all the other lads out there or, or, or women or whatever that are listening, Drugs does the same thing for whatever they've got, whatever their problem is, yeah. whatever issues they've yeah. got. It calms it down. But with ADHD, or maybe with other people as well, in the morning, this is when the, my problem was, when the drugs and everything stopped, it come back tenfold. And yeah. I was like a fucking, like it was like an explosion. And I think that's what happened to you on that show because you had no drugs. You no couldn't drugs. soothe yourself, could you? Yeah, I'd just come off steroids as well. So I was addicted to steroids. I was addicted hell. to sleeping tablets. Uh, also, I took all of these at the same time. In steroids one. and sleeping tablets. So you was fucking aggy awake, like yeah. aggy in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, like it was. <laughs> it's so, like kicking off, but asleep. So <laughs> I, I'm, um, I was literally in one day for 
and and only my friends would would know the truth because I, I honestly don't know why I'm alive, and that's the truth. I would go Sunday night till Wednesday or Thursday sniffing alcohol, no food, no sleep. You know, know, to level me out to get out the door, I take a couple more sleeping tablets. I was doing what? So you didn't look wired? Well, I fucking did, but I thought I didn't. I'm like. I look fucking great again, you know, driving out my car. Oh, fucks, do you know what I mean? And he's, mm. you know... When I come, I don't know if you remember this, and we won't we won't get the other person involved, but... Was it when, when you thought that the train station was closer? Fuck, mate. So, <laughs> I, I've had a lot of bad sessions in my time, and I don't mind talking about them, but this is, you know, you know that old analogy where, you know, when, when you run out of cocaine and, and the fucking, you know, the birds are... Go, it, that, yeah. And the sun's Bright coming light, up. Yeah. I was round at yours and it was like the best night ever because you took me to, you took me to, this was before I'd ever been on TV. Yeah. And you took me to... The big Brother. You took me to night. Big Brother and you introduced me to Danny Dyer. Danny Ryland. Yeah, because you said, he said to me, there's a there's a, there's a a pub there that was sectioned off for, for Danny because he was in there, wasn't he? Yeah. And he, Kirk surprised me and took me down and said, now I know you're a big fan because I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's someone in here that wants to see you and you took me in and I met Danny Dyer on yeah. our own in this bar for yeah. the first time ever and then um, which was amazing then you guys went and filmed uh, Big Brother's bit on the side and then you said look do you want to come back to mine yeah. and I was like yeah Danny was going to come and then he didn't but yeah. me and you went back to yours and it was party time you know we had the music going you had did that I, uh, place did I have a, did I have yeah, a you, star yeah you did yeah. 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 yeah so um, so the party all went wrong for me when we uh, we started running out of coke and he he was like look I've got the horn I'm gonna sh- I've got this porn star coming over I'm going to shagger so you fuck off and go to sleep that's how selfish I am by yeah, the way yeah, and, you you went, I mean? and you said to me to go and fuck off and go to sleep so I was like alright cool so I went upstairs and obviously I couldn't sleep once you'd finished and you went to bed I thought I'm getting the fuck out of here and uh, I was like there's got to be a train station near near Kirk's house now if you know where it is Google mate. Maps he's very close but, to me and it's like <laughs> Essex in the morning it's like I, I felt like you I was walk, walk, you walked walk, down the motorway I walked down the motorway yeah the A128 yeah, I yeah. walked down the A128 off me nuts right in the <laughs> In the clothes from last people going, beep, beep, dapper, hey, where are you off your nut, boy? And I was like, fucking, the panic was setting in. A hundred more voices now coming. Oh, you know I mean? mate, it was the worst thing ever. While he was, he was, he was banging a porn star. But again, right. with my drug using, it, it was me being selfish. <laughs> Every, everything was me, 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 me with, um, and this is once I split up with my daughter's mum. Yeah, once we split up, it was, it was all selfish. I, I, it was like... Arrow see, and, I, and again, I'm not bad mouthing her. You know, it is what it is. But it was like this girl's broke my heart. Fuck mm. the world. And Fuck what we, and this is what I was going through with. This is what I've been recently going through with my wife. Mm. Is that you know I was so selfish as well. But they got they're dealing with us. They yeah. shouldn't have to deal with our addiction. They shouldn't yeah. have to deal with the fallout. They shouldn't have to deal with um, us on a come down being horrible. And then when they do kick off, they're the ones that are out of order. Well, it's, it's hard. It's, I believe, when you're going through addiction, I believe the problem is for your family and spouses more than you, because yeah. you're, you're in cuckoo land at that time, do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, it, it's not a problem it, to it's you. It's not, you know, yeah. so I, I think, oh, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a good boy, because I never do drugs, I would never do drugs indoors, I had a missus with a son, I wouldn't do drugs indoors, so I'd think, oh, I'm going to be a nice man and fuck off for 24 hours and do drugs, because yeah. I'm a good man, yeah. I'm not going to do drugs at yeah. home with my missus and my yeah. son, I'll fuck off, leave them to it. Yeah. Like, and the weird thing is you start, and, and there'll be a lot of lads out there that are listening now that don't think that it's an issue, um, that don't think that they're in the mix of it, uh, but when your when you're schedule, for me, it's my schedule, when my schedule was mm. sort of like, you know what I mean, I, I was going into London two, three times a week for meetings, yeah, which I could know. have done over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> but I weren't. You <laughs> know what I mean? For an excuse, I believe, addiction. So, uh, oh, just, just won £20 on the lottery. I'll get on the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, missus just broke up with me. Get, on, get the on the thing. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? I've got a day off work today. Yeah. Get on the thing. I think a massive, I think a massive <laughs> thing, especially with cocaine use, is, and this is something that I've always thought to myself, and it definitely happened to me. It's happened to must happen to loads of people out there. You start off when you you start doing it's like a recreational thing. You can yep. do it at a party, a house yeah. party. Oh, someone's like, come on, look, we're at a house party. Yeah. Go and do it. You do a little bit. Then the next thing, you're at a club or a nightclub, and you do it. And then you're like, do you know what? It's the weekend. Yeah. And you're with that crowd, and you do it at the weekend, and then. So now you're doing it every weekend and yeah. then the next thing you know you go out to watch football during the week or someone has a birthday or something during oh, the week you're looking uh, I'm on Facebook looking whose birthday whose birthday <laughs> yeah fucking hell I went to school with him 10 years ago yeah. Well, yeah, right, mate, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean you got any packet it's fucking John's birthday I haven't seen him in 15 years <laughs> yeah I haven't got to see him then yeah. oh, it's his birthday yeah. I'm going fucking out hell. it's mental health day national mental health yeah, day just, no, <laughs> no. Every, that's every, every I think, excuse I think that's what it is you, st- you start off just doing it sociably yeah. then, you, then you're doing it 
two two times a week sociably. Then every time you're going out, it's on your mind, mm. and you try not to do it until yeah. you know. I was lucky; I, I could go some nights um, without doing it if I was drinking and stuff like that. But it would build in me, and I yeah. do the character, the Sesh Gremlin. Yes, I do the Sesh Gremlin. That's very real for me, man. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, I can I see it. That's yeah, yeah, it's very real. I can do. I can go out but drinking. Probably with you, the Sesh Gremlin on your Instagram, which is an amazing Instagram. Everyone's watching this is going to. But if you don't watch yeah. that, was Instagram. Thanks, man. On the Friday, that's when you portray the self, uh, the the, the uh, Sesh Gremlin, but. Truthfully, didn't that manifest days leading up to the weekend? Of for you? course, mate. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was thinking about it Once on, the on Monday Wednesday. Monday and Tuesdays come the yeah. Wednesday, boom, boom, yeah. boom. And yeah. then before that, Sesh Gremlin didn't just get me on the Friday, the first voice near the end of my addiction. Oh, you're going to get gear on the Friday? No, fuck it, I'll get in now. Fuck yeah. it, get in now. I'm going to get on it until Wednesday. Yeah. So I used to use drugs to pass the time. Yeah. So I hated my life. Um, I left TV uh, because I wasn't mentally uh, right for it. So I thought I'm going to go get a normal job. Yeah, no one would take me serious because I wanted to do physical labour, you know, construction, you know, and I was a boy of Towie. Yeah, you so and I, you were massive on Towie. You were Kirk yeah. Norcross from Towie, and I was I was asking everyone for jobs, and everyone thought you were minted. Do yeah, you know what I mean, you know, yeah, I, and I, it wasn't the case. You know, the money that I spent on Towie was my money hmm. that, that I earned during Towie. You know, out of my own detriment, I, I earned and spent it all during my TV career. But um, so I thought I leave TV, and then I'm going to go get a. What you say, a normal job, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I want it, I love grafting. I love, I will only respect money if I've sweated to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the same with you, regardless of what you do. You sweat your heart yeah. on the paper, onto film rolls yeah. and everything. And you appreciate it more yeah. now to when it's handed to you, like the TV money. That was just handed to you. Yeah. Doing fuck all for it, was I? Yeah. I used to get the ump that why aren't other people getting paid as much as me? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing nothing. These geezers are grafting and these women are working wherever. Yeah. And, um, but no one would take me serious, Dan, for a job, you know? And um, so I just had, no job. I think I was getting a couple of endorsements from Instagram, like probably about. But enough to pay for your gear, though. Exactly that, and that was all it was. So I, I, I'm not even joking. I'd count money in tickets. Yeah, you know, no. forty, one ticket, eighty. Oh, I don't know. Times are changing now, isn't it? Sixty ticket, yeah, yeah. eighty. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I know someone that can do two for a one. That's all. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> three for a one. I would. That's what I was getting. Yeah, elbow stuff. Elbows. And I was getting. Um, I was probably getting three for a one. How many of them I was getting? Before the evening could start, I'd probably see that dealer five, six times. A day? Easy, for the four-day bender, and then I'd have two days off. Fucking hell. Uh, well, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through some questions that yes, I put together for us. Um, normally around six inches, but... <laughs> okay. Well, actually, we could probably get we could probably get a picture of your cock up on tick. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So right. that, that must have been when you were sniffed off. Right. For those of you that don't know, he sent a picture of his cock, and he's oh, got no, some cock times. on him. Multiple times. I've got caught masturbating, sending selfies to girls a lot. Um, <laughs> so my addiction... The only thing that I thought about other than Candy Crush was, was fucking wanking. birds. Oh, wanking. wanking that is a massive fucking birds. Just it's a, it, that is a massive thing for uh, ladies. I don't know if women get the same thing that they, they do a couple yeah, of lines and then yeah, flick, just, flick the bean. I don't, I don't know. I've got I don't about know. 100 tabs open on my phone. Do you know what I mean? Not watching them and, and I just wank. That's mad, isn't it? They'd end up with a bean like, like fucking. Big, like a fist. Like, I don't know, mate. Big red raw thumb. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, yeah so that, I, um, that, that's definitely something, isn't it? Like, with the cocaine comes watching porn. It's another form of addiction. It yeah. must be. Oh, it's got to be. It's as a, Yeah. It, the poor dick's just blowing smoke by the morning, isn't it's it? It's just doing this at the end. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. You're like, spitting on it ain't enough, anything. Nah. It's like, you know, when you... That's why mine's so like small that. now. I think I literally <laughs> wore it down. You wore it down. <laughs> you know, when you make fire, you're just rubbing wood together. It was just smoke coming off it. But yeah, I was heavily addicted to porn and watching porn with a girl when I was on the coke. Oh, God. Like it, When you when you talk so about it like that, it's so fucking creepy, isn't it? I remember a girl once told a story on me saying, oh, Kirk had sex for hours and all he did was watch porn with us. And I was like, yeah, I was on the gear. I can't remember that time, but I knew if I was doing that, I was on the gear. Yeah. If I'm going to watch porn now, I literally go, oh, choose that one. I'm but, but, and you're out. Yeah. Done. As soon, and as soon as you spunk, you're like, what am I fucking doing? Oh, what am I done? I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, you're like, step porn. What if she finds out? <laughs> but when I was um, on the gear, I'd be texting girls 
on my phone. Trying to get nudes. Yeah, trying to get nudes, talking dirty. I don't like talking dirty when I'm sober, but I was no. a filthy little fucker. I think everyone is once they're on the pack. I mean, I've got girls on their way to mine, and they're like, oh, go Tesco's, get some cream and an aubergine. Like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Fuck me, mate. It was dark stuff. You know, you Kids, know, you ain't lived. Listen, you know when you're on a big sesh, right? When you're on the pawn for a couple of days, and you get the old FBI warning, and you're like, <laughs> phone, phone goes in the fridge, curtain shut. Is that a real thing, though? Uh, no, I've heard someone said before. Yeah. <laughs> but you my, know it's bad when you complete porn up, isn't it? <laughs> you know on Instagram when you've read everything and it says like yeah. no more new reels. That that's how it was. But I had a big thing called, I don't know if you ever got it, it's sarcosis when you was on the drugs. So seeing things, hearing things. Wow. So that is when you've been on benders for so long, your body is done. You're you're asleep, but you're the coke's keeping you up and Fucking um, hell man, it's horrible to think and of. And I would I could hear well, a load of things, but since my dad passed away, even to the point of I relapsed, and we'll go further into this later, but yeah. when my dad died, I relapsed, and I was getting on it in my bedroom. No one lives near me. I live on the middle of a 15-acre field, but I locked myself in my bedroom. I could hear my dad outside talking to my brother. My brother's going, he's in there on the fucking gear again, and my dad's like, leave him. I've just died. And I'm here, I'm looking out the window, and, and it's sarcosis is, mm. is the most realest thing. Like, I tripped out heavy, so I used to do... Coke and Coke weren't enough near the end of it, just weren't enough. So I'd just take sleeping tablets. Um, truthfully, I'm going to be completely. If there was, if there was crack and smack there, I would have took it. Fucking hell, uh, man! Anything that could have took me away from being Kirk at that time, I would have done it. I even went to a guy's house knowing that there potentially could have been a bit of crack, and there wasn't. Lucky enough, because that could have took me down a darker path. I would have just done anything that was in front of me. I'd go in my medicine cabinet. And just, you know, everyone's got the old antibiotics they left from the doctors and tablets. Nothing, not even names on it. And I'm just popping up. Just, just to see if it made you feel different. Any different, you know. And, fucking and hell, man. So I'll be taking sleeping tablets. So I've tripped out some fucking hell, like some weird experience. So let me ask you this, mate. If you, if, if you can, I mean, I can't see a way out of that. Like, if, you, if you're there in that position, like, the next day or, you know, trying to make a choice of to stop taking stuff, stop mm. sniffing stuff. To get to how how long are you clean now and sober? Uh, let's can I can I get my phone up? Have you got, got the I am sober? No, so I've got this app that is it's called My Spiritual Toolkit. Um, wow! I have been let's go one point four five years. Uh, wow! Eighteen point forty eight months, but uh, in days it's five hundred and sixty three wow, days. Five hundred. And look at look look at this. Like so, what I want to say to you, and you, I bet you, I bet when you were at the height of your when you were at the height of your addiction, you never thought someone would say this, Joe. I'm so fucking proud of you, man. Thank you, man. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Look at that. Thirty six days. Thirty days is the warrior. Yeah. Well done, honestly. 30 I days. get upset. It's like our willies, isn't it? Like yours. Is, oh, you're getting upset, mate. Oh, come on, mate. I'm so proud of you. Who would have thought that? And do you know what? I don't want to say it because it's hard. Imagine what your dad would be thinking now. You know what? That's um. Oh, I never thought I would be able to get off drugs ever. I generally thought, well, it comes to a point, I used to use drugs till I, so I could die. Like, and I just, I remember once I thought I was going to die. I think it was, um, I think it was just before, when was it? I think it was when I relapsed. And I, I literally, I just sniffed and took every sleeping tablet that was there. And then I started feeling weird. I think I was like maybe the third day into a bender. Um, and... I could, you, you obviously, you're, you exaggerate things when you're out, you know, and what I could feel was my body was stopping, you know, I hadn't eaten, I hadn't, re I really didn't drink alcohol, so the only drink that I'd probably drink on a three-day bender was water to, to swallow a sleeping tablet, so, and I felt my body shutting down, and I said, Kurt, you're going to die now, I didn't stop the sniffing, I'm racking up the lines, telling myself, you're going to okay. die, and what I decided to do is tidy my house up. So that when they found when your body... they found me, that they didn't have to deal. Because, I mean, I mean, I'd sit there on the edge of my bed with an ashtray between my legs and load of fags, yellow fingers. I had to bleach, even during probably the time I hung around with you, I had to bleach my fingers before I left because I'd just sit there with fags. I'd use one fags and like another. I don't know why I had an ashtray, because the ash was everywhere other than the ashtray, you know, because I'm just sitting there playing Candy Crush. And I, I remember I was like, oh, you're, you're going to die now, Kurt. Like, my body, I felt like I was shutting down, like the room's spinning, I couldn't breathe properly. So I thought, you know what, I can't let my family find me like this in this house. I don't want them to have to deal with the stress of the horrible house. So I remember I just went around tidying all the beer bottles. I put a chair in front of the sofa, and I sat there and thought, right, they can find me like this. This is, this is it. You know, I look respectable enough. I thought I always looked respectable, you know. And, um, yeah, lucky enough, I, I didn't, you know. And um, Did you, let me ask you something. Did you delete your internet history? 
No, it was on the fucking TV, I still think, Dan. I was, back, <laughs> I was screen mirroring, didn't I, mate? The amount oh, mate. of fucking times. But I jo- no, joking aside, mate, that's dumb. <clears throat> don't, oh, you right. think, don't you think, don't you think that, that... Do you know what the mad thing is? There's probably someone right, there's probably someone right now in the middle of the night sniffed off their nut that has taken the time to fucking Google sobriety and stuff like that that is feeling how you felt listening to this right now. Oh, definitely. Like, I didn't know about sobriety. I've heard of um, AA and... uh, Before my sobriety, I thought it was big in America. Mm. I didn't think there was any... Um, have you been to AA? How, how, right, yeah, let's, so let's, let's, let's ask these questions. Can, these... can we get a picture up of um, before I went sober the first time? Have you sent him any of the No, pictures? not yet. Well, let me show it to the camera. Show it to the camera, yeah. So, uh, by the way, I thought I looked fucking top-notch, by the way, at this. Like, I mm. thought, that's me cock. Is that your cock? Got... Oh, fucking hell. Right, where's the one where I I'm gonna show. I'm going to show a picture of me and you when we first met. Okay, I'm going to get this one up. Look at us. We had our whole lives in front of us. What camera should I do? Let me do this one. Look at this. We had our whole lives in front of us. Look at us. I'm trying to... Right, so here it is. Right, so... Go on. Sorry, uh, will you cut the audio or will this just... It'll roll, so we we better just carry on. (laughs) Right, so I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. Yeah. Um, This is... Can we get this in... Right, I don't know if you can see it. It's a bit blurry, isn't it? Yeah, that's all right. Just do it from back about... A bit. Yeah, go back a bit. Go back a bit. This is him looking... Oh, my God, you look so skinny. I'll try and give the picture to you. Yeah. If you can upload it. I was... Um, yeah. So, I tried everything to... I could go through... When my, my missus at the time was like, you, you've got to stop it. And I was like, I fucking want... Like, I wanted to. I'd cry yeah. on the way to the drug dealers all my life. And really? this is how bad it got near the end. Didn't the drug dealers ever say, stop, mate, stop? Stops. Drug dealers stopped selling to me and rung every other drug dealer. People that were earning probably anything from 500 to 700 pounds a day off me. By the way, I didn't have the money, but as a drug addict, I found... I used to do everything other than steal. I'd never steal for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah. No matter... I was a fiend. I wasn't a drug... Yeah, know, yeah. I was a fiend. And but then, that, but the drug just, dealer, the drug dealer said, "Mate, I'm not going to kill you." Like, yeah, no, done, done. Like you, you, you're using too much, Kirk. I remember once I picked up. Bet that made you angry. Oh, fuming, like fuming. But then I'd drive at me nut to another town and get drugs. You know, and um, I um, remember I once I picked up drugs sober mm. from a, from a guy I used to pick up drugs with, and he was uh, on his roof. I think he was. No, he was building a shed. Sorry, he was building a shed. So I went around. It, All right, mate, can I cut the things? Yeah, sweet as. In my head, so even though I went for three, four day benders, I got on it once that yeah. week. That was one use. I didn't yeah. realise the days were going by. The dates and nights were the same as me. I didn't leave my house unless I was picking up drugs. Then I went, all right, mate, you you about? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, in the garden, mate, come. So I went to his, and he's now on top of this shed, felt in the roof. Fuck me, you a grafters. How the fuck can you do that in a day? So no, mate, we've, we've, we've done it three days. No, I was here this morning, and you were starting it. That was... Three days ago. Fucking hell, man. That's he goes, have bad. you been on it since then? I was like, yeah. He's like, Kurt, you can't do this. You will kill yourself. So, yeah. So, I um, tried to stop, Dan. I really... I, how, how did you get clean? So, I... A friend of mine told me... Oh, uh, no. Sorry. So, I heard a word called CA just before I become sober. And it went in one ear out the other. Um, and then... My missy said... Um, you got uh, doctors are saying, I said, fucking doctors can't help me. But anyway, I did. I went to the doctors and just broke down to my GP and cried and said, I can't do this no more. I can't do it. You told him you was I told him addicted I was, using yeah, I coke. Said, using every day. Every day. And I was fucked, obviously, by that picture. You can see I was just I was just done. And well, sorry, what made me go to the doctors is I went for a piss I was in my house and I looked in the mirror and my nan, she was quite uh, ill before she died, like most people before they passed away, but she was so skinny you could see like a temple. The skull, bone. the skull yeah. bits there. And I'm having a piss and I looked in the mirror and I thought I seen me nan, right? I wasn't tripping, I was probably tripping, but I thought, it was me, like my eye sockets and, mm. and that, and I just thought, Look at this I am unrecognisable. And that was um, a physical snap and uh, an emotional snap that I needed and I just frog marched myself on the phone, frog marched, uh, frog marched myself down to the doctors, cried to him and said, I, I'm done, I, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I will end up killing myself mm. like suicide or the drugs will kill me. And he said, look, there's a thing called CA which stands for Cocaine Anonymous. Mm. He gave me the number. Yeah. 
of the organisation, I rung the guy up. Uh, I believe his name was Sam, but I rang him up and said, look, I'm a, I'm a drug addict, what do I do? He said, right, on a Monday in Greys, we have a thing called CA to give me an address. They said, just go there, there'll be a guy that meets you there. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So I've gone to this place. I can see a load of people standing outside uh, this, this, I think it was like a leisure centre or something like that. And I got to the door and I went to walk away. Um, and I had that horrible goatee at the time because I generally believe I was probably trying to cover up I thought that covered up. I've got this goatee no one can see. As I was about to walk away, a geezer, well, I didn't know that I now know his name is Ben, who's an amazing guy who I owe pretty much my life to. So, excuse me, mate, you, uh, you coming to CA? So he stopped you before yeah. you tried to go? Yeah, and I was, oh, he's collared me. Because um, my anxiety uh, without drugs as well stops me going to social events, you know. Yeah. So he said, come in here. I said, well, what do I do? First of all, he'd give me a cuddle. You know, uh, he gave me a cuddle, and, and it, weren't, it weren't a normal cuddle. Um, it was like, you know, he had his finger in my heart. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, were, it weren't a normal cuddle. It was, it was, it was a cuddle that that everything was all right. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, the Sorry, fuck? you killed me. Sorry, <laughs> but um, he said, look, come in, yeah, take a seat. He said, you don't have to say anything, but if you do... Sorry, I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> he said, How'd you get off coke, mate? I've got fingers. He, nah, he Sorry, said, go on. You, you, uh... <laughs> go on, mate. He said, take a seat. He said, it might hurt. Nah. <laughs> go on. Nah, he said, take a seat and just listen. So yeah. I sat in a seat, and it's pr pretty much like you would see on the on the American... Hmm. About AA, about Al Alcoholics Anonymous. Everyone sits in a circle. You have the guy who cuddled me and, fi and fingered me bum. <laughs> he, sit he didn't. He's a lovely guy, you know what I mean? He's going to kill you now. Everyone's going to go down there trying to get fingered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is this place where we get fingers yeah, sober? Been here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so you have two people sort of hosting it. You have one person who is that's his meeting. So this is a free organisation. Yeah. CA it stands for Cocaine Anonymous. If any, anyone wants to find it, if you've had enough, even if you don't think you've had enough, get to CA. Type in Google CA mm. where to find. They are in the mornings, evenings, weekends, anywhere in the country. They will. Tell How you many of them did are. you do? So they tell you to do different things. So when I, when I go there. I sat there and in my head I was like, oh, I can't talk to these fucking addicts. Because even though I had a problem, I ain't a dirty addict. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've just got a drug problem. Um, so I sit there and so you have the guy who's meeting it is and then every week they bring a different person in called a chair and they will talk about their experience. Um, and they're someone that's probably sober and done a program called a 12-step program. So I'm sitting there like, you know, mm. and I'm like, not going to talk, but I'm listening. And the guy that was was talking about his experience was six months sober and his story sounded very similar to mine like ours sounds and probably every other addict watching this yeah. we're going to have the same stories we use we don't know why but yeah. it helps for a small period but then gets worse wow. I'm sitting here I'm, like, I'm not going to talk I'm not going to talk I'm not going to talk there are a bunch of cunts in here you know I'm different I'm special me 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 do you know what I mean even though I was fucking 10 stone and you know I, I'm, nah, I'm alright I'm a geezer compared to these fucking idiots you know Yeah. and um, then he says I'm six months sober and I was like Fucking thinking to myself, he's six months sober, but his story is exactly like me. Like how's he, he done that? How the fuck's he done that? So, and everyone, it says it, it, you say, if, if, raise your hand if anyone wants to speak, and you, you introduce yourself, like Kirk addicts. Everyone, you know, um, everyone's walking around. Thank you very much for your chair. I'm, I'm X amount of dates, and person next to me shared, and, and it says we're going to open up for newcomers to mm. to uh, talk. I ain't talking. I'm not talking. Kirk addict. Like this thing, and I literally just cried in front of people I've never known. We first time, to, yeah. first time you were there. Yeah, wow. first day, like I cried, and it's you know it, it's, it is like me to cry in front of people. I've done it on TV. Quite you just enough. done it a minute ago. <laughs> you just done it a minute ago. But, um, so I, I yeah. just cried, and I said, "I'm done. I'm fucking done. What yeah. do I do?" And there's a good saying, right? If you want what uh, we're talking about, sober people. If you want what they've got, do what they've done. Yeah, I love know? that. And um. And they suggest 90 meetings in 90 days. Sometimes it's quite hard, though. Fucking hell. One a day for 90 days. Yeah, but. that's what they say. So I went to three or four, and I'd now just hang hung around with everyone in these in these things, you know. Um, and we follow a book called uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. It's mm. a 12-step program. And the reason addicts and... It's, you ain't an alcoholic, a coke addict, a crack addict. You're an addict. That's That's... You know what I mean? I never drunk, but if I drunk, I drunk alcoholically. Yeah. Like, I didn't drink, but if I drink, and I, if I, I'm the same. If I, if I, if I gamble, if I go on the online roulette, I yeah. fucking on there. Well, I, I wouldn't drink, but then say if I, oh, I fancy a pink gin, I'll go get a bottle of pink gin. I'll lay in my bed until it's finished. Yeah. Just literally, I'd be pouring pink gin in me, me Golden's gin. I was plugging drinks that made me ill. Yeah. But I'd be drinking them sip of sprite. You yeah. know, and then. And, yeah. So but, that's so what did went, you? What did you say? We're not. 
well, not you. Like, say that again about addict. You're like you're an addict for everything. You're on everything. You know, yeah. like well, I used to think, even though I was a, a, a sniffhead, a, a, a coke addict. Right, I used to think I ain't a crackhead. Ugh, dirty crackheads. They use crack the same as I use fucking coke. Yeah. These alcoholics drink the same mm. as I done coke. I need to set my differences aside. We're all an addict. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no difference between us. We're all—it's f- an illness, isn't it? It's is an illness. Um, I believe at the end of one of Eminem's song, he says addiction is uh, addiction is a disease, and it is a fucking disease. I didn't choose for it. I didn't yeah. want it. Do you think? Do you think that stuff happens to us? I mean, I know ADHD is definitely probably a factor because we can't control our emotions. Yes. And um, that, uh, drugs and alcohol suppress it. But do you think that there was stuff that happened in your life when you were younger that maybe the finger in the bum didn't help me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I can't blame anything that's happened into yeah. my life because. Yeah. Yeah, There's I think, people that's gone through more yeah. that haven't done yeah. anything. No, I, I, think believe, I think it's choices, isn't I, it? I would love to go to a neurosurgeon yeah. and, 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 and see the difference. Addicts, have an X ray on their brain. And then and five on There's got yeah. to be fucking because I've in got, there, Yeah, because I've got, like, I went for a curry with my mates last night and, yeah. like, it's been weird for me. And uh, anyone out there that's planning on going sober. Because I think this is going to be. You don't get fingered in the bum. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you, yeah. You know? Only if you want to. Yeah, if you're going CA, lube up. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no but um, I think anyone out there that's watching this podcast that's considering going sober, there's a few things to be wary of. And one, one is definitely your friends. Um, I feel like sometimes when you tell people that you're not drinking anymore, it can, especially if if they're people that are in the mix of alcoholism and drug use themselves, mm. it's like holding a mirror up to them. And, and oh, they hate and, it. And they hate they it. They hate they, it. They'd be like, "Why are you stopping? You ain't got a problem." Yeah. Like. You know, and I've got some friends of mine, I'm not going to name any names, I've got some friends of mine that can occasionally use cocaine. And like I say, they're not going home and being horrible to them. It's not yeah. fucking up their work. It's yeah. not, It's not. you know, getting them arrested or anything like that. But I've got some of my friends that I was out with last night that can't drink without talking about, thinking about, or yeah. ordering packet, yeah. right? And they, don't, they haven't got an issue as far as they're concerned. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They're fine. <clears throat> and I feel like um, it's not my place to tell them that they have, but... I'm I'm now I used to look like they they even going for a curry they were like you sure you're going to be alright coming for a curry we're going to be mm. drinking make and I'm like don't, don't make don't, like yeah that. don't say don't like I'm cool I like, guarantee you're still making everyone laugh yeah I was, still, I, was I sat there I sat there I had a I had an alcohol free Heineken and yeah. I had my curry and in fact I'll tell you something right now I'm more them, myself them, sorry, them alcoholic free drinks and it? it's like ordering a brass round and you realise she's a stripper yeah well <sighs> no it's like ordering a brass when you're on coke and you can't <laughs> get a fucking boner he's got an hard on on it that was. I don't know why. I wouldn't know this, by the way. I'm married. But, I, uh, I, I just always... Yeah. Always, yeah, that was that was why I think I got the... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it was like a Viagra to me. I always fight... You know, but what I'm saying is, is that... Your friends... For me, for me, just, just while it's in my head, for me, this is... If you're thinking about going sober and you're thinking about... Um, and you're worried about the fear of missing out, if you're worried mm. about not being able to enjoy your life anymore, but alcohol and drugs are creating a problem for you now, the way, and this is how I'm, because uh, for me, everything is about mindset. This is how I'm setting my mind up for it. I'm not missing out. I'm finally free. One million percent. I'm finally One million free. Percent. Because last night I sat there. I didn't have any anxiety. I wasn't worried if I was chatting shit. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to piss anyone off. I was yeah. having a good laugh, and I couldn't wait to get back to the girls and my family. And exactly that. So you've had a good night with your friends. And you're still going home to being a good dad, yeah. a good husband, waking yep. up in the morning, getting to go into the gym. Yeah. You know, it's... Um, it's just so much better. Uh, if you can just get rid of that fear of missing out, it's so much better. And it's not like... It sounds like a cliche. My life started when I when I become sober. You know, I'd never thought I would become sober. Um, yeah. And you're 500 days in. It's, it's mad, Dan. Like, I... I do you... Um, do you, what, um, what, what did you look... No. I, do you know what I was going to ask you? I want to be positive now. I don't want to yeah. be negative. Instead of asking you what you lost for your addiction... Let me ask you, what's your biggest achievements been since you've been sober? Being present. Wow. For everything. Yeah. Um, uh, kids, my, 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 my son's birthday, um, my, wow. my father's funeral. Um, was you sober at your father's funeral? At the funeral, I made sure I was so, my, yeah, um, I tell you, this is how bad my addiction was. So I was like months, months and months and months sober before my dad died. And uh, uh, my dad killed himself and I, I found my father. And the second I cut my dad down, I give him CPR oh, and God, stuff like no. that. Um, the minute I said goodbye to my dad, straight away that addiction come in and that day I run. The, the second I, I cut my dad down, I give him CPR, I give him a cuddle and kiss and say goodbye. Run out the house and run a drug dealer. Oh that my is God! The only thing that could have stopped me wanting to to uh, kill yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Kirk, and, uh, mate. I'm so sorry that happened to but, you, man. But, yeah, I went on a, I went on a big relapse um, then. Um, but, but listen, then, I'm pretty sure your father, knowing you, he 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 he, he would have been like like you said that time you thought he was outside honest, the window. He, he, he would have said, been like, just enjoy yourself for a bit, mate. It's been pretty hard. You've just found me dead. Go grab a ticket. You know what <laughs> I mean? But no, uh, being present now, being present is the biggest oh. thing that I've achieved, and and it, I, I use it as a bit of a cliche now that it's coming up to Christmas and stuff like that. You know, it ain't about material things, buying people stuff, which I mm. even thought was a life about. Being present is the best gift you can give yeah. someone, and you can't be present if you're on yeah. drugs because mm. even if you're out, you're not on gear and you're with your family. You ain't with your fucking yeah. family. Your fucking head's either in in a sex session that you've had years ago. You know, yeah. That that's that's the biggest thing that I still get to this day is is being present for everything. I've got to take my kid on his first day at school. I've gone to parents' evenings, his sports day. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and I would have blown those, all of them things. It's simple things like that that yeah, you miss. That, that's that's it. You know, and one of my one of my biggest regrets is looking back at my wedding. Um, just a short period of time I was drinking and everything else again and looking back at my wedding and, you know, I wasn't on drugs, but I was so drunk mm. at my wedding that there's a certain, I mean, there's a certain amount of it I can't remember. And looking yeah. at looking at pictures of my daughters at my wedding, I thought, I think to myself, I can't remember spending any time with you. Yeah. At the well, that's, that's what well, my life um, to my downfall and, and good things, I, I can't remember the last 10 years of my life, but I can remember things that have been in the paper. Um, yeah, I went, yeah, just to get, I, I just went and got normal jobs and, and then I just working to pay for drugs. That's well, what um, just going back to your father, if you don't mind, yeah, do you mind on, man, talking no, about it? No, go on. Yeah, that's, that's, it, Why, you know. if you, cause I know a lot of people, <coughs> uh, this was, uh, this was period of time. This was uh, during a period of time that we weren't talking to each other. Yes. For some reason, uh, for some reason you just stopped responding to me. Uh, drugs. Was it drugs? Just drugs. I think everyone's against me when I was on drugs. I really? think everyone, everyone is against I'm me. I'm so glad that we're talking again. Oh, one million percent. I always yeah. thought to myself, you know, because you'd unfollowed me, you stopped responding. I, do you know what I thought to myself? I'm not going to give you any shit. I'm not going to say anything because I, I kind of thought to myself, I think I know where he's at. I think I know what's going on, and if he wants to come back, he can. Say if if. But any, I, any, anything, if I didn't speak to someone or someone might have uh, not answered my phone straight away, then fuck them. Fuck them. They don't like me. I'm yeah. done. I like, go lock myself in my house and sniff. You know, Fucking that's hell. where I was. But that, and unfortunately, I, like everyone else, Twitter went absolutely mental mm -hmm. that your father had uh, passed away, and then yeah. it went mental again that he'd committed suicide. And no, and for, on the outside, uh, everyone was like, "Well, he's." He's a multi-millionaire. He, he has this great life. He has. He's, mm. he's like one of the icons of Towie and, you know, out of nowhere, why has he done this? And then there's speculation and everything like that. From you, why do you think your father... Was there a reason behind why your father um, done that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, everything that anyone has read in the paper about my father's death, it couldn't be further away from the truth. Like, couldn't be. There is not even a tiny paragraph of anything that's like, that's the only true bit in there. Nothing. Um, I think my dad just got fed up of trying, you know. Um, no one's ever asked my dad for something. The family never did. My dad just wanted to be a provider. That's all that he said. I just lived to provide. and He was a great provider as well, He wasn't was an amazing provider, and he, he never had to, but that was my father's purpose in life. Yeah. He just put it in his head. He lost his dad quite young mm. uh, due to cancer and, he, and his mum as well. And the minute they died, he just put it in his head. I've got to provide for everyone. That's, that's my journey in life. And obviously, COVID happened, business deals didn't go right and stuff like that, you know. And if you take away a tea from a lion, a lion don't want to be alive no more because he can't hunt, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you just, it was just a mixture of everything with my father. I just think... He'd he, had enough. He's had enough. And you know what? I don't want no one to kill themselves, but I respect my father's decision for what he done. Um, my dad is very planned and calculated. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was weird tough. because the day my dad died, I become a man. I really did, and um, it sounds horrible. I this would have had to have happened for me to become a man, but I'm upset that my dad didn't see that the man I've become today. Oh, but Kirk, that's mate, due I get to my that. dad going. You I know, get and, that. Um, I get that. But listen, what, I, 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 I honestly think the their tears are joy, mate. For oh, yourself. Yeah, honestly, I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud. Like I remember the minute my, my dad and you've got, got a son, haven't you? Yeah, I, I got I got a daughter and a son. Unfortunately, I don't get to see my daughter. Hopefully, when I'm older, she'll come and find me. I'm ready to be a dad to her whenever. You know, I've got a son who's my world. I've literally every time I turn on Instagram, he's on there. He looks that, like he's just as cheeky as you as well. Oh, he is. He's gonna he's gonna be an handful, but. Hopefully I can guide him in the right way um, mm. and help him whatever he wants to do. But and I you... moved out of Essex. Mm. Um, I moved out of Essex. My son lives uh, 
hour and a half away from Essex and yeah and uh I, I've I don't know anyone where I've moved I've moved to Norfolk um not where my son is but about 15 minutes from my son just to be with him as much as I can you know I've yeah. um yeah I've, I've I've got myself in a nice nice situation now you know mm. what, I, what I always wanted to do so when my father died I said I would finish my dad's legacy he wanted us to have house mortgages free I'm lucky enough to have a house mortgage free a car no finance you know wow. and 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 it's it's only because I don't do drugs that I can do these things. Mm. That, that's the only re- that is that is only. It, he would be proud of you, mate. He would. He um, would. And this is because I'm sober. Yeah. It's not because my dad used to be rich. It's not because my dad killed itself. Who I am now, I've always been the man that my dad wanted to be, but the drugs never let me show that. Yeah. You know. That's deep. I was a fucking horrible, vile person that was just so lost and confused. I didn't know. So I grew up in... So selfish, isn't it, Druggy? It is. That that, that was all... It was me, me, me. So I never fitted in anywhere growing up. So I grew up living in a bad estate, very poor, not just me and my family, all of our neighbours and everything like that. When I got on TV, I sort of went to a nicer area, nicer money. But I had this sort of council estate mentality... Mm. So I was too council estate to fit in with these new TV click. Yeah. But now I'm too rich and TV to, to fit, fit in with, with a council yeah. estate. Yeah, I get that. The only place I could fit in was with other drug users. Wow. You know, that uh, was yeah. that was where I... Um, but with my ADHD, I'll be talking to people. And the other voice in my head is like, Kirk, fucking hell, man. You are fucking... Ch- they don't... They don't care. Shut no up. No one's I- listening <laughs> in my head. And then and you mix with that my, with cocaine, you're with, fucked. With my ADHD, I go 100 miles an hour and then I just go... Yeah, and I'm done, and I won't talk. And everyone's like, "What's wrong with you? What's wrong?" And I'm. Just, this is a part of my ADHD. I ain't all hyperactive, is it? ADHD. No, I no. Just, sometimes, I, sometimes you can go into yourself too much. But I, yeah, I think um, it's it's so interesting what you say in regards to your father. I feel, I feel similar. Obviously, my father passed away, had a stroke. But when he died, when my father died, he um, it was when I'd lost my TV show, I'd lost my house. I was living up in Manchester in my in my missus spare missus like spare room yeah. uh, missus mum's spare room, yeah. um, no money and it's like I feel quite similar to I I can relate to how you feel. I mean the circumstances are completely different. I believe my heart loss is lost though. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah and, but I can relate to how you feel in regards to. He never saw my kids. Yeah. He never saw me with my kids. He hasn't seen me. But do you reckon, Dan? And, and sorry to cut you off yeah. on that. But do you reckon? I believe everything happened for a reason. Yeah. If yeah. Our it's parents not, didn't. No, die, you're right. We've had these. No, kids? exactly. Like I, I said it on stage once, but it come out wrong. It's like because my father passed away, and then the next, like the next day, my missus told me that she was pregnant. And I was mm. like, my father had a hand in that. Not not shagging her. Yeah. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I honestly feel like. My father, for me, for, for for you, it was the way that your father passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, it was the baby that was left. It's like it was the it it was like his signal to grow up and yeah. the shit to stop. Like yeah, def- but I mean, for Everything me, I, I, yeah. I went on the biggest rampage ever for yeah. about a year of yeah. drugs and drink. I couldn't handle. I felt hard done by. I couldn't believe that. I, 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 and again, the selfishness of the the drugs. I, I, even to the point of. Um, not being present for the—I mean, like, physically I was present for the for the birth and for the pregnancy, but, there, but mentally yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. And uh, the selfishness was like, why has this happened to me? Exactly. Why? Why yeah. have you taken my dad away yeah. after yeah. What, what I'm going for? I'm gonna—I I need to—I I need yeah, to. Yeah, poor me, poor me, poor, poor me. me. Yeah, that is it, you know? And um, look, I, I, I honestly believe, and it's so hard to see. Like the bad, my like this is me, my my experience and my views on life. Everything happens for a reason, and it does sound like a cliche, but you're either gonna let it break you or, or use it as fuel, yeah. you know? Years growing up, I always let, used to let it break me. Maybe because I knew that my father was such a bit of a geezer, a caring man. I can fuck my life up, and my dad's just going to give me a cuddle anyway. You know, yeah. it wasn't about money. My dad's got me. It's just that I didn't mind yeah. dying a cokehead or anything like that because I I knew that my dad's presence was enough for the family. So when he was gone, when he was gone, I got to step up. You know, I got I got to step up. That that minute he, the minute he died, I got uh, obviously I went on a little bit of a. You know, yeah. it's, it's not an excuse that I got on it, but it, you know, I just no. found my, it was not nice to our yeah. family. Well, no, that's you're gonna go, you're gonna go straight to your coping mechanism. That was it, and I went yeah. to that, and then um, yeah, and then I, I hit it harder. Yeah, fucking harder. Well, you was probably you was probably trying to. I just, you know. it was it was fucks. Like, what would you fucks. what would you say to anyone that's considering suicide out there uh, in regards to what what they do leave behind? So uh, what you leave behind is um, it's just pure upset and uh, a, a lot of questions. And 
no one's ever going to get the answer for them questions because you're not there to answer them. Um, if you tell people what you're going through, they might not be able to help you, but they can hold your hand during that time. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I do understand where people get with a suicide. I've, I've tried it, you know, since my father died myself. Um, oh. You know, I'm not sure if it was a botched attempt, but lucky enough, I'm still here, you know. And, and, um, I, there is help, you know, I know it's fucking hard and that. And I don't mean help with doctors or for friends. It's just there's help for someone to be with you and just sit with you while you're going through these bad things. The reason that I, I, I tried to do it this year is because I felt I was on my own. I had no one, you know what I mean? I'm sitting in my house days and days and days and I had no one there. And I generally, honestly thought that no one would miss me if I go. But once I changed my life and got my new house, you know, I realised things are going good. But mm. there's, I understand why people think about suicide, but... I guarantee when you split up with your first girlfriend, you thought you were never going to find another girlfriend. Mm -hmm. When you lost your first job, you would never think you would get a job again. That day you run out of money, you'd never think you'd get a money again. Mm. We've all got it back. Yeah. It, might, it might take longer. But there's always light. There's always light after the darkness. There there's is, always there sunshine is, after know, the rain. And, and look, your bad times can go for days, weeks, months, or even years. But um, wow. there's no glamour in it. Um, there's a lot of questions and confusions. And... Um, a lot of people say, you know, you passed your pain on. Um, you, 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 I understand why my father done it, and when I see my, you know, you're not hold, you're not. I, get, I hear what you're saying. You're not holding it against him, but what you're saying is anyone else that's out there that's considering it, there's there's ways. There would have been a way to, if my dad voiced his views and opinions and troubles, there would have been a way to stop my dad killing himself. One you could have percent. worked. Worked one together. million percent. You could have worked. We out. knew what was going on through my father's head, thoughts, and daily life. He wouldn't have killed himself. So um, just talking just would have helped. Talk, help. man. Just talk. I mean it. I mean it. You know. You know, yeah. like, like, you got. You just got to talk because, you know, when like you're sitting indoors with your missus and this minor little thing, the minor little thing has pissed you off. Like, when you let it fester. When you when you let it fester, it never goes away and it eats you for years. But you know when you if like you just say it out if loud. You just say, babe. Fucking yeah. hell, earlier on, man, like, yeah. you, you said that in front of people that really pissed me off. And she's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry, done. Then it's gone. That's one trouble. It's, but if you keep doing that, yeah, man, loads, you yeah. know, it's, it's like, yeah. you know, you know, like, it's a stupid analogy, but you know, when you put a mento on and then shut the lid. Yeah, that problem's still in there. It ain't going to go. You put another mento, shut the lid. Yeah. Have you seen how many mentos they had? And then that that bottle burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Like, we're fucking humans, Daniel. Yeah. You know, we are, we are humans and we're allowed to... Breathe, grieve, cry, and live. You know what I mean. Yeah. And listen, I know times are fucking hard. I'm struggling with the bills going up. Yeah, man, it's My tough out there. My life's on for the same amount of time that they always have, but the fucking bills are increased. It's fucking hard, yeah. man. You know. Yeah. But um, maybe I'm. I have yeah. to take a positive in everything. Maybe I'm lucky that I've seen my dad kill myself because I would have gone that way. I would have. Yeah. And you know. I well, listen. Have. I think. I think you're right. I think. Uh, not. I think a great way to look at this. Kurt, have you got any tissue over there? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm alright. Are you crying as well over there? Oh my guy, my guy. Because he's got all three cameras. He's yeah. Watching all of yeah. He's got. He's got you close up crying, wide Watch angle crying. <laughs> um, but Kirk, I think a great, a great way, and I would love, I'd love for you, I'd love for this to stick in your mind from me. That whereas you know. It's a big analogy, and what, like you said, people say when mm. people commit suicide uh, or die by suicide is probably the, mm. the better way of, of, of saying it, yeah. um, that they pass their pain on. But also from you, for you, I believe that because of that, he's passed on strength to you. One that, million percent. That you can pass on to your son. Like yeah. he's forced you to become a stronger, ver cleaner, stronger version of yourself for yeah. your son. I have to look at it, Daniel, for a reason. I know obviously reasons why he killed himself, um, the mental health, what, but I... I have to be this kind of spiritual to live and I think maybe my dad's done that to pass the baton down in a sense Yeah, like Kurt, you ain't gonna grow up unless I go yeah wow so I'll take, deep, though, yeah. I take that as that and I am now you know I'm 80% Kirk and 20% Mick now you know mm. I am my daddy's with someone here, somewhere in me do you know what I mean I thought, honestly I'm not just saying it I thought to myself we haven't how much time have we got left are we alright because yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. bit close yeah we're stuck we're stuck I need a piece anyway, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll start bringing it down shortly. But um, I'll, I, there's a couple of other things I want to say. But no, listen, this is horrible to say this, but I, I, I saw what state we were both in back in the day. Mm. I mean, I thought it was fun, but um, then we weren't speaking. Then I saw what happened with your father. Mm -hmm. um, God rest his soul. And um, I didn't think I'd ever see you again. Uh, that's not a horrible thing to say. Uh, everyone thought the same. I, I thought I thought I thought he ain't going to survive this. I, I, I thought as well. 
I because... thought so when I died, um, a friend of mine come two of my friends come around my house with load of gear, load of booze, and said, You'd get on it tonight and that's it. We sit with you and they sat with me for three days to so I didn't kill myself oh. and uh um, and then my mum and my ex partner she come and stayed with me, and I don't know. It, it's, it's because of my children. Mm. That's the only reason I'm alive. I, I, I swear on my life. That's the only reason I'm alive. Yeah. As long as my kids have got air in my lungs, so have I. Well, listen, you've got another purpose now, and you've just you've 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 just laid it all bare. And another purpose is to share your experience One with minute. lads out there. Yeah. Um, talking not only about your own addiction, your own mental health struggles, but also um, the sad passing of your father you've passed all of that on to this podcast my first episode you've passed it all on to this podcast and i hope thousands of lads listen to this and um and are inspired is there anything like you'd just like to leave them with before yeah we go? first of all i want to say thank you to you honestly for giving well, me i love you Kirk, mate. i love you mate becoming the man you are today so because me and you could have easily gone west you know yeah. what i mean like and, and stayed there um but google ca where to find uh See a where to find and it will mm. tell you where any and don't think you're too big for the meetings. Yeah. Trust me, I've been in meetings with millionaires, poor people, people that are thieving and robbing. You ain't too big to become yeah. sober, I promise you. Yeah. And um just just really just don't be on your own. And even about talking. Yeah, just you don't just, be on your own. Just don't be on your own. You can sit there in silence with someone and still vibe. Yeah. You know, and and um I just wish that everyone can that mm. can live a life of smiles it's not about cars money life you know, of smiles just a life of smiles you know what i mean if you can if you can smile about one thing a day wow that's it i think you're winning mate i'll, I'll be honest with you were, you were literally shaking at the beginning of I this was free honestly i was free i was it i was it i was nervous because i knew what i was about to say and uh, yeah and i listen i hope that you've you've had, had some release from this and i know that the press and people will probably pick up some of your stuff in from this but i know you're stronger than all of that bollocks but i just want to say kirk is living proof that uh the strongest and I believe this, that the the the, the best people, the strongest people uh, and the wisest people and the people that have the most ability to help other people are people that have been through the worst in life. So if mm. you're going through something right now that you don't think you're going to get through, that is just un the universe is, or, or God or whatever you believe in. That's just life's way of checking that you deserve what's next. And then whatever's next is going to be good. So hang in there. Kirk, I love you, man. Daniel, thank you thank very you. much. Wow, we've done Cheers, it. <laughs> we done it. Should we go and get on it? I've <laughs> <laughs> already got some with me. <laughs> thank you very much. Listen, make sure that you subscribe if this is the first time you've seen it. You can follow Kirk on Instagram. He's, he's very entertaining on his stories. He does go on a little bit about some mad shit, but it's very entertaining. I love seeing you with your boy, mate. It's refreshing. Give Kirk a follow. Where thank can they follow you, mate? Uh, it's at Kirk John Norcross. That's my only Instagram. And, Brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. who knows you might get a dick pic uh, <laughs> menace to sobriety follow share and please tag someone anyone that you know is struggling in any of these posts thank you very much just a minute just, just a minute just a minute to sobriety